Hi, friends. Kurt and I are going to be taking a look at Psalm 19, a beautiful psalm that talks about nature proclaiming just the glory of God, but also, also talks about the hidden sins that lurk within our heart. We invite you to join us as we take a deeper dive into this beautiful psalm. Welcome to Pondering Passages, the place where we ponder passages of Scripture. And today we're pondering Psalm 19, and I'm here with my good friend right over there. How are you doing, David? How are you doing? Doing all right. How are you doing, David? Are you good? Very good. Tell us who you are. Kurt Austin. Kurt Austin. I'm David. From KurtAustin.com. And I'm David Mullins. From Glad David Mullins. How are you doing, Kurt? Fuzzy thinking. Uh, you know what? I'm tired. I've had a week of vacation. I'm just worn out. I can't, I can't handle that kind of stuff. Just, well, you vacation hard. So I guess I did. Yeah, so you, it didn't feel like I did vacation hard. So, yeah, but I'm ready to talk about 19. I'm excited about, it. we, we didn't get to do it together last week and I no. missed that. I missed it. Um, no. and, yes. uh, it's a, I love this Psalm. I really think it's a beautiful Psalm. It's very different. Than, than some of the others we've read. I thought um, 14 verses of just beautifulness. <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? I, I think that's why we're here. All right. So uh, there's the, it's Psalm 19, choir director of David, um, verses one through four. For those of you who are listening on our podcast, the heavens proclaim the glory of God. The skies display his craftsmanship. Day after day, they continue to speak. Night after night, they make him known. They speak without a sound or word. Their voice is never heard. I like the rhyming in that particular section. That's, uh, yet their message has gone throughout the earth and their words to all the world. Mm. Like it. Like it a yes. lot. Yes. So here's, yeah. the, here's I'm going to just jump right in because I have something yes, to, that, I, that came to me as I was reading this. Uh, today, actually, I was reading it today, and it came to me based on our vacation. Uh, I saw someone in the airport, well, not one person, lots of people in the in, in the airport wearing T-shirts that had like statements about their faith, you know, okay. or wearing crosses or whatever it was that they were doing. And I really was thinking about this in the airport of, is that what Jesus would want? Would Jesus want us to be wearing paraphernalia? Would he, would he, if Jesus were on the planet today in bodily form, would he open a bookstore and be selling uh, Christian books and Christian apparel um, because that's how he wants us to spread the good news? Or would he rather our lives reflect who he is? I, I guess it's a rhetorical question because I have a definite opinion about about this. And I felt I, that I think I could tell from the question you have a different I, opinion. I felt like verses one through four answered that question even more. Right. Mm-hmm. The the sky doesn't have to scream out. You know, you don't have to have sky writing, you know, Jesus is Lord. You don't have to have the the sound of water falling over the waterfall, you know, God is amazing. It, it there's not a word. They speak without a sound or a word. Yet their voice, uh, their voice is never heard. 
yet their message has gone throughout the earth. And I was just really challenged by what I was already witnessing of, would people know that I'm a Christian if I didn't have to wear the t-shirt? Hmm. Would people know? What else might people know if, that we're a court Christian by? Um, we are one in the spirit. We are one in the Lord. We are one mm-hmm. in the, <laughs> by our love, right? I mean, that's the way we live that out. Um, and I think that that carries over, uh, if you're driving on a highway and you are not driving in a loving fashion, you're, you're sending a different message entirely. If you've got issues with your family and you can't just spend time with them in the room, you're sending a a different message. So Mm -hmm. I don't know, lots of different levels to this. And I loved what he was saying just from a nature standpoint. You know, I love oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and again, you know, Paul talks about the, the you know, the reality of God is evident because yes. of nature. And, and maybe he was actually thinking about this mm-hmm. psalm, about speaking without sound or word. It's like, you know, God has spoken, continues to speak. God speaks through, you know, especially nature, the heavens proclaim uh, glory of God. They speak. Uh, again, uh, every verse has something to do about speech, right? proclamation, right. Uh, then continue to speak. And then they speak without sound or word. And then yet their message has gone throughout all the, all the earth and their words to all the world. So yeah, so we were, th- you know, without excuse, but how do we enter into that? I like it. Versus uh, the last part, I guess I uh, this was we an missed interesting. That. Well, I don't know. It was copied like this. There was a space yeah. uh, in the Bible between verses four and five. There's this last line that you would be assigned to verse four, but it it's kind of dropped in there. And it says, "God has made a home in the heavens for the sun. It bursts forth like a radiant bridegroom after his wedding." It rejoices like a great athlete eager to run the race. I love that image. The sun rises at one end of the heavens and follows its course to the other end. Nothing can hide from its heat. Yeah. Is this the verse yeah. that actually says it rises in the east and, and, and the setting of the same or um, in different in a different version, different translation? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, I didn't look that up. I just assumed it was, but... Yeah, one of the. What do you think the about comments, this section? Well, one of the comments I read said that this was the psalmist's uh, attempt to show other nations, you know, who worship the sun, who mm. worship nature, who worship all this. That, uh, you know, Israel worships the one behind all that. <laughs> yeah, that actually made it. Yeah, and, and it's like okay, so you all worship the sun, but it's God who actually sets it rising at one end and and, and sets the course. Uh, you know, yeah, nothing can hide from the sun's heat, but God is the one that has set all that up. So kind of, it's mm-hmm. like 
a hierarchy. And it's like, you know, you, you guys haven't made it to the top of the hierarchy yet. You know, it's, so you might want to think about that. It's interesting uh, that that these first six verses, at least, are almost a continuation of some of the things we read in Psalm 18, where there was this God is in charge of the thunder and the lightning. And, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's this reminding everyone uh, that uh, that all of these things are responding to God. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're pointing back to God and God is in charge of all of those things. I like that. Yeah. Amen. Amen, brother. Amen and amen. So the next verses, seven and eight, the instructions oh, of the Lord this. are perfect, reviving the soul. Yeah, I did too. I've got this line yeah. underlined. All right, so let's start yeah. again. Verse it's, seven. But, the instru- but it's, it's oh. different. It's it's interesting. It's different than the the first part. It's like all yes, of a sudden. There's a shift it's here. It's almost, mm-hmm. almost like you know a rap. I think you could do a rap with this. <laughs> you know, you could wrap this out and wrap this up. Yeah. So verse seven, the instructions of the Lord are perfect, reviving the soul. The decrees of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The commands of the Lord are right, bringing joy to the heart. The commands, oh, I'm sorry, verse eight was the commandments of the Lord are right, bringing joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are clear, giving insight for living. Mm, Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, so first the psalmist talks about, you know, the heavens declaring the glory of God, that he is the one set above all of this and then moves into this whole, uh, (laughs) what are you doing, man? I have no idea. I'm going to take the mouse away from him. (laughs) Uh, uh, it, it moves into this other section talking about, you know, really our, our response to this. Uh, which is following him for good reason. You know, his instructions are perfect. They revive the store soul. They make wise the simple, bring joy to the heart, give insight for living. All wonderful things. Beautiful. I almost wondered if, uh, I mean, this this was reflective of the Proverbs, right? I mean, the Proverbs mm, are instructing yeah. all the time. You know, they're yeah. better than gold. Right, and it's focusing on this this wisdom and these these rules. They're they're powerful, uh, and need to be paid attention to. Yeah, like it. Yeah. All right. Verses nine, ten, eleven. Reverence for the Lord is pure, lasting forever. The laws of the Lord are true. Each one is fair. They are more desirable than gold. This is that verse I was talking about. And even the yeah. finest gold, they are sweeter than honey, even honey dripping from the comb. They are a warning to your servants, a great reward for those who obey him. Obey them. Obey them, yeah. And and I really think this kind of pairs up with the previous section. It's kind of a long yeah. section. Yeah, um, that's why I still broke it talking. Up. Yeah, it's still talking about God's instructions, his commandments, his law, uh, and just 
you know, it's interesting because we are a people who uh, who bristle against being told what to do. We don't like that. <laughs> we want to we want to call our own shots. We want to be the captain of our own ship, the captain of hey, our souls. You're preparing for the next section, right? You 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 the always next, have to be prepared. Next verse, <laughs> you know it it, it um yes. We, we don't like others to give us instruction. I think that's a right. that's just a, yeah. a, a, a universal truth. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I don't think Maybe. God, I mean, if, if, if we're paying attention, the next time you have a sense that God is calling you to something, maybe it's forgiving someone or maybe making that phone call or maybe uh, not, uh, what am I thinking of? Uh, not uh, ignoring or... Uh, I can't think of the word avoiding, avoiding Avoiding. someone. And it's, you get a sense in your spirit that God is calling you to go over there. Uh, Just pay attention. If your first response is, all right, Lord, I'll think about that. (laughs) (laughs) Which might be a good idea, but I'm going to, I'm going to mull that over because I I know I'm going to think about that somewhat because again, that's just our sense of control. All right, God, I'm going to think about it. If I come to the same conclusion you do, uh, I'm I'm there. I'm there. Yeah. But uh, a lot of times we we do hesitate. Uh, we hesitate on that. But I like the that. psalmist is saying, uh, you know, again, that goes with the reverence. Reverence for the Lord is not is trying to get that hesitation to be shorter and shorter and shorter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know why? Because his laws are true, they're fair, and they're more desirable by gold uh, than gold. And I th- and they're sweeter than honey. I think sometimes that's where we we kind of have a disconnect. We see them as, as burdensome and troubling because uh, sometimes people think, oh, it's limiting my freedom. But uh, what those discover who, like the psalmist, follow through, they discover, you know what, they are a great re- reward for those who obey them. Right. And you can't can, see that until you do. Yeah. I'm going to put this over here for, for now. Um, and that's, I think, leads directly into these last few verses, 12 through 14. How can I know all the sins lurking in my heart? Cleanse me from these hidden faults. Keep your servant from deliberate sins. Uh, that's, the, that's the passage that wins, wins this week. Don't let them control me. Then I will be free of guilt and innocent of great sin. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Yeah. How can I know all the sins lurking in my heart? I'm not sure I can. (laughs) But, but... uh, I think verse 13 helps delineate that a little bit, right? Because there are some that are hidden in our hearts we just don't have any idea about. Yeah. Verse 13 from that deliberate. Yeah, but he he asked for God to cleanse him from the hidden faults. So yeah. it's like, yeah, I, I can't know all the sins lurking in my heart. Cleanse me from those. Yeah. Before they actually come up and become deliberate sins. But we um, do know we we know we already have some that are deliberate sins. And I love oh, yeah. his response. It's not it's yeah. not uh save me from them or take them away from me. Yeah. Or cleanse, well, verse 12, you know, is cleanse me yeah. from these hidden faults. This is just don't let them control me, God. I mean, I know yeah. they're there 
And I know that I fall into that, but don't let those control me. I just thought, I thought that was fantastic. Maybe because it's just my, the, the way I live my own life. Um, I don't know, but yeah, that's true. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> I mean, really, uh, it's it's tricky. It's tricky to live a life that is reflecting. It. Well, let's go back verses one through four, and uh, w- where we start with this is that none of these things seem to apply to the heavens, to the oceans, to the nature, to the. They are going to speak yeah. God's truth. My my inclination is not to speak the truth or to live the truth. My inclination is more to uh, fall, stumble into deliberate sins or to you know experience those hidden sins. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I, then, verse fourteen is a what great way to wrap that up and to bring us into a, a place where we're honoring God with everything we do. Well, I think it's more than wrapping it up. I think it's the secret sauce. You know, you, you, you think about this, the, the sins lurking in my heart, the deliberate sins, and then he prays, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, because mm-hmm. yep. that's where a lot of these things take root. What are we thinking about? What are we meditating on? Mm-hmm. Uh, those, those hidden sins uh, come, come into our, our focal you know, view, what do we do with them? Yeah. Do we kick them out? Or do we say, hey, why don't you come in? We can watch them some TV, maybe some football. I'll entertain you. Do we start entertaining it? And uh, one of the books I'm reading right now uh, talks about the videos that play in our mind. You know, as you think about that sin that comes into your 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 consciousness, do you start, oh, what would it be like? Oh, yeah. And then you remember a time before where maybe you gave in. And and, and the Bible talks about sin being pleasurable uh, in, I think, Hebrews 11, talking about Moses. And how long do we allow the video to play before we're like, oh, wait a minute. And what if we never put that tape in? So I, yeah. I, I really think verse 14 is is paramount to really doing what the psalmist is wanting to do, that uh, we we basically ask God uh, to help us with not just the words of our mouth as we declare his glory, but also the meditation of our heart, because it's it's that, you know, Jesus talked about out of the heart comes all this, this junk. And so really it's at the heart level where we need God to uh, really touch us. Yeah, I think this is a, this is a really, we talked about this, uh, the last couple of times where you could just take one passage, one verse or two, and really make that your life verse for the week or, you know, and I think this has so many, yeah. uh, in that, uh, if you're getting ready to go hiking someplace, use those first four verses and to reflect yeah. on God's um, amazingness. Cause I, I do, I do think after a week that we would have this. Just one week is all it takes. <laughs> We would have it nailed if we just Make one week work for a week and then move on. No, no, <laughs> never. You know, that's a lifetime. 
you know, you could you could do that. Yeah. Which maybe maybe this is just yeah. uh, the way of God telling us to stop doing any more. You want to know what my life verse is? Only do- you mentioned <laughs> life verse. You want to know what mine is? What is yours? I should say my I should say my life verses. It's right here, buddy. My oh, you got them all memorized? <laughs> no, no, I you know I don't have to memorize them. I mean, it's just they're just all right here. Well, I, I'm always or, uh, or here's here's the smaller version. The smaller version. The the, the uh, I'm always amazed when you hear these stories about prisoners of war who had passages memorized, and they yeah. were able to kind of live those, you know, restate them. It's like I've always wondered how many of those would I have? John ten ten. I've got that one down. You have um, John eleven thirty five too, because that's the same you verse. Don't no, you don't. Uh-uh. I don't know if I do. Oh, See, that's okay. the thing. I don't know if I do. I, yeah. if, I I know so many verses and they're so familiar to me. Well, I can help but you. Could out. I? It's Jesus wept. That's John eleven thirty five. So. See, in in anyway. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> this is really good verse. Uh, next week we're going to be doing Psalm twenty, right? Or sometime whenever we're back together again. Yeah. Psalm twenty, yeah. and uh, only nine verses in Psalm twenty. One of my favorite. Uh, sizes of a psalm. <laughs> That's why I figured John eleven thirty five would be right up your alley. <laughs> I have made that my life verse. Although the the new um, Revised Standard Version messed it up because it's uh, Jesus began to weep, so it's kind of twice as hard to memorize. Well, because a Greek verb is like that's hmm. really what it is. So, well, that's interesting. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, so you want to take us out of here? Sure. Uh, follow us on <laughs> on whatever uh, YouTube, uh, Facebook. I think you even said Instagram as well. And our website is uh, ponderingpassages.com. And there you can find uh, these videos uh, plus the podcast, I believe, and also uh, mm-hmm. a few, a smattering, smattering of blog posts. And uh, we would love to connect with you somehow. So feel free to leave comments, uh, questions, thoughts. Yeah. So thanks for watching or listening. Thanks. All right. We'll see everybody next week or whenever we get to it. (laughs) So committed. So anyway, now that I've shared with you more than what I usually share with people. Well, fin- finally, we have something to put at the end of this of the show. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I've been looking for that one thing. Yeah.